Today we're talking about the five types of arguments the INFJ cannot stand. So there are always these kind of situations, there are always these kinds of people who continuously want to nag us about something, who want to have an argument about something with us. And we as INFJs just don't want to have them. Hopefully all of us have gotten to a place where we really make people understand that we're not going to engage in that. We're not going to have a back and forth here because this is not only something we don't stand, but we're also not going to allow for another person to waste our time with them. So today we're looking into those arguments and we're going to help those kind of INFJs who have not gotten to a place where they're able to shut those arguments down, to understand how to shut them down and to say, bye-bye, I'm not having those arguments. I don't need them. I don't care for them. That's it. Before we get started, I want to remind you, if you haven't done this so far, to download the free poster on the INFJ Epic Life formula. And if you want to take it to the next level, then get the INFJ Epic Life audio guide. Everything you need to know, you can find in the links in the description. Argument number one, why are you spending so much time alone? Uh, okay, why? Because I'm an INFJ. Thank you very much. That's the time I need. So often we have been taught the time you need is wrong. There's something, you know, that you need to change. You're wasting your life. This is unhealthy. Well, let's really fast forward here. This is unhealthy for you. You can trust that I know as an INFJ what is best for me. And hopefully you've gotten to a place where you recognize you're not going to have those conversations anymore. You don't need to have them. Let people think that you're a hermit. Let people think that you're wasting your life. You know exactly how much time alone you want, you need. And if you need social interaction, you're going to get it. And you by yourself on your own will decide what is a good amount of time to have spent alone. So if it's okay for other people to be by themselves for like half a day and then they need another person to interact with, that's good for them. And if you as an INFJ are okay not to speak for another person for four days, for example, then that's okay as well. So really get to a place where you say, let people think the worst of me. All of those fears that I'm having, that not only other people are going to think about me, but that I'm going to think about me. Like I'm wasting my life, I'm all alone. All of those fears, you know, confront them. Be okay with them, stay with that feeling. Like you will go out if you need that interaction. Really go all in, see how long you can be by yourself before you personally have the urge to go out to interact with people. Sometimes it's not even about not having contact with people. What I found is like a great thing for me is texting, is you know doing things online, like you have some kind of energetic distance to people and you're still interacting with people. You yourself decide what is okay for you and we really don't need to have that argument over and over again. Argument number two, why are you not going outside? See, that is different than why do you want to be alone? Because going outside is all about being one with your environment. It's all about, you know, being okay with any weather, being okay with new energy, being okay with different scenarios. So those are situations that we as well can decide for ourselves. It's not only important to us to not get in too many interactions with people and to share energies with other people, but also with different scenarios out in the world, with different situations, with different environments. Like you as an INFJ, you can decide for yourself 
what makes you feel good. And if so much of your time is not only important for you to spend alone, but also in a space that is common to you because that's what makes you feel safe, that's what makes you feel grounded, that's what allows you to let your mind wander, then that's exactly what we should do. We decide for ourselves what is good for us. And I promise you this, if you give yourself the time, not only to you know not connect with people so much and maybe have like the online conversation, but you also allow yourself to be in your own space and in an environment that makes you comfortable, you will automatically and naturally have some kind of things come up that will make you feel like, oh, I wanna engage in that situation. I wanna engage with these people. Like you just have to allow yourself for that energy to come up naturally and not because people are pressuring you, because people are telling you there's something wrong with you or that you're wasting your time. Let them think that you'll be okay. Argument number three that we as INFJs are tired of hearing is why don't we have a reaction? There are people who are angry towards us, not because we did anything, but just because they're angry in general. And we don't like to engage. There are situations where people want to trigger us, where people want us to get involved, and we just don't have any opinion on that matter. We don't wanna get involved. It has everything to do with the fact that we look at a situation a little bit from a distance. We're not naturally really triggered by situations. We're not really engaged and need to put that energy back. And so there are a lot of people who make you feel like there's something wrong with you. Why are you not reacting the way they are? Why do you not have an opinion about this? Are you boring? Is there something wrong with you? No, I just don't wanna engage. This is not exciting enough for me to engage in. Like look at it from that perspective. That's an argument no INFJ wants to have. And the best way to go about this is to really get to a place where you're okay with it. Again, remember this. It's okay for people to think that you're boring. It's okay for people to think that you're wasting your life. It's okay for people to think that you're in your own little universe, that you're a complete hermit. I trust myself that I can get out of my own way when I need to, when I want the connection, when I want that experience, and I will engage when it's something that is important to me. That's why we as INFJs, you know, are all about living out our purpose, living out our vocation, we will get active. We will connect with the world when it's something that we believe is worth, you know, doing. If we want to have an interaction with somebody because we want to, it comes automatically. It comes from the inside. And it's on us to trust ourselves that we're going to do right by us. Argument number four. Why are you friends with that other person? We as INFJs, we don't like to judge people. It's not just about what we tell other people. We very often don't have strong judgments about people. We understand that they're living their lives the way they see fit. And very seldomly, we internally dislike them for that. Like even if they're living out some kind of reality that is not acceptable for you, we are always able to sort of see it from their perspective. Like let's neglect those outliers, like those psychopaths and whatever it is, but in so many cases, we see why another person acts this way, why they do some things that other people might not find okay. And that's actually the reason why so many INFJs, you know, feel uncomfortable connecting friendship groups why they're uncomfortable for one friend to meet another friend because then they see, oh, you're friends with that person? That says something about you. And we're so afraid of that judgment from the other person that you're okay with that third person. Please let those two meet. 
Like, it's totally fine. If a person doesn't accept you for being okay with that person's behavior, then that's on them. Because the truth is this. You are okay with that person's behavior. You are okay. You understand where they're coming from. Yeah, it's not good from that certain perspective, but internally it doesn't bother you that much that you're not having a friendship with that person. So that's who you are. And if you want to have more authentic relationships with people, want to feel more connected, this is one of the go-to things for people to understand who you are. And one of the ways for people to understand who you are is to allow them to see parts of you that you know they're not going to like. And to say, are you going to like me despite this one aspect of me that I know that you don't like? And through that, you'll actually see how many people do. We are so good with accepting other people with their flaws, with, you know, certain behaviors that we wouldn't do, but we like them because of who they are as a package, because of their intentions, because of their overall being and energy. And you are allowed to be liked for that as well. You don't need to be perfect. And so we avoid those arguments. We really dislike them. But in the end, it's like, you know, put it all out there so you don't even have to worry about those arguments. Those arguments happen when you hide something and then you show it. And it's like this back and forth. The sooner you're upfront with people, I'm friends with that person, I'm okay with that statement, I see it from that perspective, the sooner you allow people to make that decision for them if they're good with you or not. Argument number five, why do you leave so early? Every INFJ has heard this over and over again. And the thing is this, we just get overly stimulated really quickly. That's just it. Too much energy from whatever it may be. We might get really excited about something because things do stimulate us strongly. So that's why you see an INFJ goes to a birthday party and if they, you know, feel comfortable, they open up and everything is great. And there is more energy around the INFJ because the stimulation that they're getting from the outside, it really makes you feel alive and it makes you, you know, enjoy the situation. But because of that, you also get to a place really quickly where you say, that's all I can take in. Like that is just too much. I'm getting too overstimulated. And it's on us for INFJs to really allow ourselves to be that person. I get quickly overstimulated when I'm in places that are loud, when I see that, you know, there are going to be people around who are going to get more nervous and I feel obligated to really be in that situation. Like there's so many scenarios where we as INFJs feel like, okay, I want to get out of that situation and we don't say anything. We don't say anything because we think it's wrong, because nobody else is like that, because we don't want to look even more weird than people already think that we are. But the thing is this, we do get quickly overstimulated. That's part of our energetic makeup. So what? This has great benefits because things really can get us excited and it has the downsides of things are quickly over for us. That's not a bad thing. We just have to adapt to that and to be really kind to ourselves because what we do so often is we stay in situations that don't make us feel good because of the fear of how people are going to react or because we feel obligated. Be your best friend in that situation. Stop having those arguments and people won't expect things from you. Like I remember this even in childhood, those continuous things. Why are you leaving now? Do you really not want to stay longer? 
and then I say, okay, I'll stay a little bit longer and so on. And then you have this argument again. This is happening because people are sensing that there's wiggle room there, that you want to be, you know, convinced, that you're open to being convinced. Nowadays, my friends would never say that. I'm always the first one to leave. I leave very early. I don't make any excuses. I just say, I'm out, that's it for me, and that's it. People are not questioning me. People are not having arguments with me. They know that this is who I am, and it's on them to decide is this something I want to deal with or not. Leave the choice to the people, but don't hide aspects of yourself because you already assume people are not going to like it. Well, that's who you are. Remember our saying, I'd rather be the select for who I am than for who I'm not. Because every single time you're walking on eggshells, every single time you're paying the price by doing something when you're already exhausted, when you're already overstimulated, you're really tapping into the last fuel that you have. And what we want is to actually have energy overflowing, you know, the cup of energy, how we always say. That's when you keep growing. That's when you build the life you want. That's when you get excited about life. And if you have barely any energy left because you feel like you have to give it out, otherwise you won't be accepted, you just won't be able to make all of those shifts happen that are necessary in order to start building your INFJ epic life. Remember, if you want some more guidelines, how to get that process started, what steps to take, then check out the INFJ epic life formula. And if you say, I'm going to change my life forever now, it starts today, I'm going to look into this way deeper, then check out the INFJ epic life audio guide. Everything you need to know, you can find in the links in the description. And if you want to watch another video now that is in the line with today's topic, then watch the five weirdest hobbies of the INFJ.